are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Keep it a locked on Wildcats. Happy Wednesday coming to you live Sunday. Um, all right, so we've got Arizona football now that we know isn't going to be competing for a bowl berth. But I think you make an interesting point, though, Shu. You look around the conference, there's nobody that's really daunting. There's real, I, I, well, for Arizona, they are. But, you know, the, the Pac 12, I, I don't think, I think it's fair to say they don't have a college football playoff contender. Is that fair? No, that, that, uh, certainly. Uh, absolutely. The, the way things went over the weekend, that's absolutely fair. And I don't think any of this necessarily surprises us. I'll, I'll tell you what, in the first half of the ASU-Utah game, I was surprised that ASU was dominating that game as much as, it, right. uh, as they were. Right. And then I saw the score late in the fourth quarter. It's like, wait a minute, what the hell just happened? Right. Uh, so, if because I was thinking, okay, ASU has just controlled UCLA. It was somebody else they played that they were Stanford maybe. Right. I think they handled Stanford, and then they go up to Salt Lake right. after Utah had just dismantled USC, mm-hmm. who despite its dysfunction has really ta- has good right. talent. Right. And Utah goes into LA and just kicks their ass. Right. So you're going up to Salt Lake where it's going to be cold, and it's 21-7 at the half, and you're in control of this game. And I start looking at that and saying, "Oh crap, ASU's the real deal." Right. And then comes the second half. Yeah, and all of a sudden, sure. it's like, oh, ASU's not. This is, this is ASU's going to stumble along the way, and it happened in Salt Lake. They don't want to get anywhere near Utah again. They're undefeated everywhere else but Utah. They're mm-hmm. 0-2 in Utah, in the state of Utah. Uh, so, but that leaves, that, that, that gives Utah the inside track now in the Pac-12 South. Right. Yeah, now, of course, Utah's going up to Oregon State this weekend, which means Oregon State's going to win that game, mm-hmm. and then it's going to be wide open right. again. In the, on the other side of the bracket, Oregon State's in the conversation. And, and I think they lost to Washington State. The Pac-12's just, I think, I think there are competitive teams, but when Oregon got nicked up a little bit, right. I, think, I think that I think brought them down. I think we also found down. out that uh, Oregon's kind of a front runner. Yeah, they're, 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 uh, this conference has three or four nine-win teams yeah. and, and probably three or four seven-win teams. So the competition is really tough week in and week out, but you know, for better or for worse, there's really not anybody here that's going to separate themselves enough to get noticed on a national scale. Right. And you've talked to, I, I mean, you've, You've given me grief about this, uh, you know, for a while now. I don't think the, I think most of college football this year is a lot more like the Pac-12. Right. Uh, but all that said, you've still got undefeated teams in the Big Ten. You've still got a couple undefeated teams in the uh, Big Twelve. You know what? It, you know what it, well, you know, I, I was going to say. I thought that. Well, and especially after the Alabama game, like. I thought it was basically, and I still kind of think it is Alabama and Auburn, or Alabama and uh, Georgia and everybody else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, your point's well taken, Shu. I, I shouldn't mock it. I apologize. No, no, no. The, the, it's it's fine. You can mock away. That's part of the fun right. of the Locked On Wildcat podcast. Right. Uh, when we deserve it, we give one another rightful grief. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so you know, it, it's it's good from a week to week standpoint where you don't know who's going to win some of these games right. because the competition is as balanced as it is. So in terms of balance and overall depth, I think the Pac-12 stacks up pretty well. I, you know, and again, in the non-conference, UCLA beats LSU, Oregon beats Oregon. Uh, you, you know, 
knocks off uh, um, Ohio State, and you know they have good non-conference wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's coming into it. That's good. Now they've, you know, now they've uh, kind of taken care of business against everybody else, and nobody's been able to separate. Mm-hmm. And so, from a national standpoint, you think, oh boy, the Pac-12 is not very good. But really, again, I think they've got eight teams that could win seven games this year. Right. And those seven-win teams, on the right night, could beat the nine-win teams, right. just like we saw. Cal against Oregon. Mm-hmm. You know, you have opportunities there. That's not a bad thing. It's it's bad from a national conference standpoint because it looks like the conference isn't very good. Right. In my estimation, at least this year, where we're still kind of dealing, well, we are dealing with all the COVID stuff and still things are kind of a little odd. And, you know, this is this is a lot more like college football as a whole. But I think I think this conference, if you played, you know, if UCLA, UCLA already played LSU, we know LSU is not that good. But if UCLA played By the someone way, who was... L- you saw the LSU news, right? Uh, no, I did not. Ed Orgeron's leaving at the end of the season. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, oh. By Keep Wednesday, mind, by, by, when this broadcasts on Wednesday, that'll be breaking <laughs> uh, news, I'm right, sure. sure. Um, and, but, but, it got you know, up I, could, I, I could see a lot right. of teams in the Pac-12 winning bowl games this year. Uh, so, so This is the epitome. If it was an NCAA tournament, you could see a bunch of teams making the Sweet 16. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And that doesn't get you the national publicity in a crappy playoff system. Right. Uh, but it makes, from a week-to-week basis, things kind of interesting for pretty much every team other than right. Arizona. Right. Who you know is a W. Right. You know, and, 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 you know, so take that for what it's worth from... But if you're a... Try, um, to, get, try to get Bruno to nip you. Oh, Bruins. Hey, Bruins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. There it is. That's terrible podcast material, by the way. But uh, um, the the he's trying to take Mike Luke's trying to take a photo of Bruno biting my nose off. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. One more. One more. Which is uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, that that was good video right there. That one almost hurt. That one, man. Okay, Bruno stepped up to the plate. Yeah, go ahead. He really literally. Uh, Yes, he did. So, but one of the things we talked about in yesterday's podcast was how if you're a coach coming to Arizona. You look at this conference and say, you know, USC is, you know, a, a, a stalwart team. Oregon has made itself a stalwart team. If Washington does it right, they're going to win a lot of games and they're going to be a problem. UCLA and ASU have opportunities to be successful. And, you know, David Shaw's done a really good job at Stanford, but why can't Arizona be Stanford? Right. Why can't Arizona be Utah? Right. I mean, you know, why can't Arizona be as good as ASU? Mm-hmm. You know, there are, if you look at it from the outside, you look at this job and say, you can win at Arizona. Why not? Right. And I think um, Rich uh, Stoops's perspective was that. Right. Rodriguez's perspective was right. that. Um, and, you know, I think Jed Fish's perspective is definitely that. Right, for sure. Someone, I think, was, I think after things went badly so quickly for someone, he just basically packed it in and collected a paycheck. Correct. And it'd be really interesting to see if folks behind the scenes who navigated that hire, at least this was the rumor at the time, there were other coaches that were being significantly discussed for the position, and one of the coaches that was named was so unpopular, this is how the story goes, was so unpopular among boosters that boosters worked really, some some key boosters worked really hard to get Kevin Sumlin, who was a name coach and had success at two schools uh, and, and had some quarterback success, as being the head coach of of this program. And it would be interesting if some of those behind-the-scenes boosters 
what they think about their involvement in that now. Mm-hmm. And, and for other folks, if, it's a big if, because this is, this is speculative, mm-hmm. if those were determining decisions in making the someone higher, if people ultimately responsible for that hire look back at themselves and say, I should have stuck to my guns. Right. And, 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 and one wonders where Arizona may have been by now, because by now you'd be, what, four years into this process. Right. Uh, where, where, whereas now you're just starting over and it became a complete and absolute disaster. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Now, also one thing that I think we can agree on is Bilt Bar. You know, I didn't take any built bars up to. Uh, Were you in Colorado or somewhere this weekend? I was weekend? in Colorado. I was the, in an exclusive place yeah, that the, is Colorado. Uh huh. Right. Um, but uh, I didn't take a built bar, and there were times when I was feeling a little weak, feeling a little uh, weak need. And you know what? I wish I had a built bar. I'm not going to lie with you. I'm not going to lie to you there. You know what? I think sometimes people look and they're like, "These guys are having a fun time." Built bar is legitimately good. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it just is. You know what? Two fifty a GNC, unless you get the Mike Luke special. By the way, it's not a Mike Luke special. He just happened to find it for two nineteen uh, at uh, GNC. So I overpaid. Uh, I paid <laughs> I the two forty nine or two fifty nine, and uh, and he got it for a cheaper ride. So so basically, you can find them online. You can find Built Bar online. You can find Built Built Bar at GNC. Mm-hmm, take advantage sure. of it. All right, take advantage of it. And you know what? Also, take advantage of Sweat Block. You know, it's getting colder out, but some people still sweat. And you know what? Nobody wants to be sweating when it's cold out because then you look like a weirdo. So get sweat blocked. Don't let it happen. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. All right, Schuster. Um, it's, uh, it's Sunday night, which means this is going to be out there Wednesday. So you know what? We'll we'll be back with you in a couple times. We got, Was- we got Washington coming up uh, on Friday. Mm-hmm. Washington isn't very good this year either. So you know what? Maybe this is another game that the uh, the Cats look at and maybe a motivated U of A can come and maybe win. What do you think about that? The only the, – the weird – one of the weird things about Arizona football this year – is that the Cats have played twice on ESPN and looked pretty good. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, cats rise to the occasion. <laughs> Desert Rising. The, the Desert Rises on the four-letter network. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a game, this is a Friday night game on the four-letter network, Dose, I think. Right. I think it's the Dose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still ESPN. And and so based on you know what we've seen so far, good performance against BYU, uh, competitive performance at Oregon, uh, your... Maybe the optimist in you says perhaps they can turn this around. Another reason to be optimistic, the Oregon game is an interesting example. Uh, Oregon happened right after the NAU debacle. Mm. And we all figured Oregon's going to win that game by 50 points. Or however many points that Oregon wants to win that game. And that didn't happen. Oregon was concerned heading into the fourth quarter in that matchup. And I think Arizona actually outgained them in that game. Uh, so, you know, you look at that as a performance. Here's another down, here's another bedrock moment for Arizona football in this season. The Colorado game was horrible. So the thought process is, well, Washington, who isn't very good, but is still better than Colorado, is going to come into Arizona Stadium, uh, and, and win pretty handily because Arizona sucks as a football team. So Arizona's burned us a couple times here already based on this particular formula. 
So if you were an optimist, uh, you could may maybe look at it like that and say, maybe Washington comes in overconfident, Arizona puts some things together and makes things interesting. Perhaps the defense plays particularly well. I suspect it's not going to go that way, largely because Washington's got better athletes and Arizona's offense is so dreadful at this stage that what we've seen is a team that gets worn down as the game progresses. Right. And I suspect that it may not be an exciting game. I don't expect it to be an exciting game, but I could see it being something like 17 nothing at the half and maybe 31-7 as a final. You know what? If you were looking, though, for some fantasy plays, you might want to use prize pick for something like that, Schuster. And you know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. Prize pick is fun. You don't have to spend much. Uh, you don't have to spend money on it. It's, you know, it's uh, something to do with all your guys. And you know what? Fantasy football is a big hit. Why not try out prize picks as well? So one last thing before uh, we go, and we'll be back with you in a couple days. Well, we'll be back with you tomorrow, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, you know, I think it's important, though, like we t to just kind of reiterate that, you know what? If you were in on fish before, you should be in on fish or vice versa because you have to be in right. on him right now. If you're an Arizona football fan, you don't have a choice. And if the administration pulls the plug on this, unless there is something dramatic that happens behind the scenes or he's clearly lost the team or there's some weirdness going on, then, you know, that's that's the exception that you have to deal with. But uh, you've got to have pay. This was your choice. You've got to stick with it. And, and you hope that in the second half of the year that Arizona can make some of the improvements that they haven't been able to just to look generally better and a little bit more, they, they'll execute a little bit better as they try to build what is now a monstrosity. And, and if they can do those little things, that's great. And hopefully in the offseason, you've got, you know, a little bit of a sophomore uh, growth. You've got some better kids coming in, uh, perhaps JC via the transfer portal. And then you figure out exactly how you want to uh, deal with your uh, overall recruiting strategy and take things from there. But unless there's something, and I don't, hey, the reality is that here, Arizona's probably, probably going to be 0-12. Mm -hmm. That will be a 24-game losing streak. Mm -hmm. Even if they lose the rest of their games by 30, which, by the way, is possible, mm -hmm. you don't make a coaching change. Right. You've got you've to gotta, you gotta stick to your guns right now. You got to plant the flag. You got to get into the foxhole, and Jed Fish is your guy. And that coaching staff and that approach is 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 there. You got to see if they can make improvement. Sometimes patience is a good thing, and we're in patience mode with Arizona football. We'll be back with you Thursday.